following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Denise Dirks and Todd Cunin, and behind the glass, three-time Emmy Award nominee, but never a winner, uh, Calvin Hunter. Just wasn't in the cards. Yeah, it wasn't in the cards. <laughs> and uh, when you're sitting in the back asking you to pick up chairs after the uh, award ceremony, you know you're in trouble, Cal. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of fun things today. Today, I'm telling you, usually I wake up you know, happy every day. I was even exceptionally happy today because today's going to be a fun show, and there is a lot to talk about. There, there is so much to talk about. I, I will never get through it, and because there's some interesting things. The elephant is in the room, but we've and and I know we're politically neutral. Yep, yep. Uh huh. No, that's uh-huh. not the horse that's in it. the room. Sorry. <laughs> we're, we're politically neutral. We have to talk about the elephant in the room. They've been talking about it all week, and, and, and we know what's going on. I don't want to say the words, but just wait. We're going to talk about the elephant in the room later on. Okay. Remember, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and sometimes informative show on earth. But remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek counsel. Do not say that we are giving you legal advice because we are not. Thank you for emailing us questions and asking for legal advice, but we don't give legal advice. Go to your local counsel or just tell your in-laws that, look, uh, I, I don't receive legal advice, but I'm allowed to talk to you about this around the dinner table and Thanksgiving since it's coming up. Exactly, exactly. So, hey, we heard on Radio Law Talk it's good. good. Yep, that's exactly right. Table fodder, good. Legal proceeding, no good. That's exactly right. There's some interesting things uh, we're going to talk about uh, today, including the Sandy Hook Remington case. We're going to talk about the Comfort Horse and Comfort Chicken case. Yes, I'm going to repeat that. The Comfort Horse and Comfort Chicken case and see whether or not uh, uh, you believe that this is getting too extreme or not. And my question I always throw out is this. Legally. What about the child that walks on the airplane and is allergic to comfort horses and has may have what do you call anaphylact, anaphylactic, anaphylactic shock, anaphylactic shock yeah. and carries an EpiPen? Whose right is it to be on the plane? And we're going to discuss who should be on the plane, who shouldn't, who should be kicked off for that. Hey, old, Mac- old McDonald's running an anti-anxiety farm now. Golly. That's exactly <laughs> right. He's making money. <laughs> Call us at eight five five Law Radio or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Remember, we can always. Uh, follow your uh, your tweets. If I brought my phone with me, I'm sure it's somewhere, but that's okay. Um, it's it's it's, it's okay. Uh, Todd Todd follows the and tweets. I and I didn't win an Emmy. That's exactly right. That's part of life. Um, uh, a couple of things, you know, we have to do before case or no case. You know, we do anecdotal things, and and I, I want to th- uh, first do a couple of things that aren't anecdotal. They're very important. The first is we want to congratulate a new affiliate. WDOC 1310 AM, Eastern Kentucky's Voice, has joined Radio Law Talk. Cal, give them a round of applause, please. Clap, 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 clap. Yeah, that's the clap. Yeah, that's the clap. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Thank you, WDOC 1310 AM, Eastern Kentucky's Voice. We are excited to have you on board. Todd Cunin will try not to offend you. Well, right? hey, hey, if it's Eastern Kentucky... That's kind of near where I used to. I lived in eastern Tennessee, and if my geography is correct, it's close to there. So I'm familiar with that area. Todd Cuden's a former uh, prosecutor for the district attorney's office in, in Tennessee and in California. He now has his criminal practice. I'm a personal injury attorney, and Denise is a, a family law attorney. Uh, all of us in California, just so you know, uh, I'm based in I am, I am D.C., uh, believe it or not, uh, I have a bar in Washington D.C. But uh, a we... bar, a bar card, card in, is, in Washington. Yeah. yeah, Fred's got a bar in I Washington D.C. Yeah, Fred's bar. <laughs> yeah, Fred's bar. Everything eighty proof or above. Fred's bar. So we also have uh, we have an individual that helps us time to time, and that is my son Garrett Penny, and we want to nationally thank him for helping us to be a call screener. And the big news happened. Denise, you tell us what the big news was. He passed the California bar. Yes. He just got his bar results. He passed the bar. The son did. I tell you, he's, he's so much smarter than his father. Let me tell you why. 
It took, I, I, I failed twice before I passed. I got to admit it. And so he passed the first time. Tells you how much smarter he is than I am. So anyway, he's he's going to hold me to that. And the rest of my life, he will say, Dad, I passed my first time. Yeah. Yeah. I got one up on you, Dad. One up, one on, up me. on you. And that's the first time he's ever going to have one up on me. <laughs> you know, I got in trouble the other day. I got in trouble. Let me tell you why I got in trouble. This is another anecdotal thing that's important. I don't care what anybody says out there on Radio Law Talk. This is very important. I ordered Christmas Vacation Village. Did you know that you now buy for Christmas, you know how you get the cute little villages that are mm-hmm. made of ceramics? Yeah. A Christmas Vacation Village. You mean from the Chevy Chase movie? Yeah, you got the house, you got Chevy Chase <laughs> plugging in the wires, you've got the you got cousin Eddie holding in his uh, pajamas the the when he's uh, the taking the RV dumping the, the holding RV tank. Dumping yeah. the holding tank. You got the RV. The, blank, the blanker's full. And my wife got mad. I knew she got mad. And and I I tried to order it and I had to run really quick and I was only ordered able to order one and she's put the kibosh on it already. Yeah, I was going right. to have the whole area in our living room made up. <laughs> Did oh my gosh, you're so much like my husband. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. I just think that's the greatest thing in the world, don't you? I, I think, I, yeah, look, I think that's awesome. I happen to be on the other side of the spectrum, which is if you came across my house during the holidays, you wouldn't know it was Christmas to walk in. <laughs> Sometimes I wait till like the 23rd or the 24th to even put up the dang tree. But um, well, the the two inch tree. That's, yeah, uh, well, you know, it's like, well, what? Let's just let's just go ahead and put some lights on the cat. It'll be fine. It's a kitty Christmas. You yeah. know. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, they, they, Todd's they, the one that when they're closed down the Christmas tree lot and they're putting everything away. Who's that guy sneaking in the back, grabbing one of yeah. those old Christmas trees? Give you five uh, bucks for that one, sir. Yeah, uh, I, five bucks? It was okay, It was ever bucks. since I saw that Peanuts Christmas where they got the little tiny tree, you know, and it was like, oh, my gosh, I killed it by putting one ornament on. And like, whatever, you know, I'm just sort of the way I am. You just, then you took Linus's blanket, wrapped it around it, and it stood up. Well, I want to know. <laughs> that's uh, that's the uh, Linus's blanket, um, also uh, an effective ED tree. <laughs> Well, hey, there we go. The tree's working fine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's what we're talking about. So we're gonna, we're gonna, we're, you can call us at eight five five Law Radio to see whether or not I should get the Christmas vacation. I think you should village. get it. I mean, I want to know or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. I want to get some some people to back me up so my wife doesn't get mad at me for getting the Christmas vacation thing. Only if you get an official, real old Winnebago that you'll park in front of the Penny Estate. Then I say, go for How it. How about the Penny Associates Law Firm? Maybe we can do that. Even better. You know, we do have a company. We do have a company car for our law firm, and I think maybe I should make it the Winnebago. Yes, if, if you should get a company, a, a Penny and Associates RV, one of those huge yeah, things. Yeah, big old you know, Winnebago just... with a sign on the side that says "That's an RV." Friend. That's an RV. <laughs> you get one of those, I'd be happy to live in it for you. You know. I thought uh, you... <laughs> oh man, the people of Kentucky have already turned their radio off. So we're going to talk about case or no case. We only have a minute left, but uh, I, I just really want to know if you think I should go ahead and outside the wife, she rarely listens to me because she doesn't want to listen to me on the radio, if outside her agreement, should I just buy the dang Christmas, the village? It's But you know what? It's expensive. It's like 400 bucks. What doesn't she buy all of the little fluffy, foofy stuff she, she wants for Christmas then? I want my Stake own. Out your territory. I friend. want my own Christmas vacation village. I, Denise, I do. Notice you, De- wait, wait. I'm do you, I'm do you have a man cave? Yeah, no, I don't. I'm going to interrupt you. You notice Denise has not talking. She's just staring at you and I all I know. All I know. But let me tell you something. If you think Fred should buy it, I want you to tweet out your support. Use the hashtag Fred's Christmas. That's a good Fred's, one. Fred's, F-R-E-D-S-C-H-R-I-S-T-M-A-S. Fred's Christmas. I'll keep track of it, Fred. We'll see how much support you get on Twitter. Hashtag Christmas vacation. <laughs> I'm getting no. I've already got, got uh, one person saying, yeah, go for it. Yep. We'll be back after this. Hard to argue with that logic. We'll be back with more Radio Law Talk, including Case or No Case, in just a moment right here on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. Infectious diseases spread by pests like malaria, Zika, and Chagas disease are causing a worldwide health crisis. Fortunately, here at home, we don't face the same level of threat, but we shouldn't let our guard down. Mosquito-borne diseases like West Nile virus and Zika are impacting communities across the U.S., and Lyme disease spread by ticks is on the rise. Whether around the world or just around the block, get the facts you need to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. So we are doing case or no case at this hour. And what case or no case is, those of you in, in eastern uh, sorry, Eastern Kentucky is. Cal gives us a case scenario, and us uh, intelligent, bright, uh, thoughtful, um, kind, loving attorneys <laughs> will decide whether or not it's a case. And if yeah. it is a case, what's the outcome? And we get points for that. And what happened is I've won the last two in a row, uh, and there's a certain amount of points that come to us. And we have officially, Cal, and you don't know this, the three of us have officially set our date for them because I won for Todd and Denise to take me to dinner to one of the ritziest, nicest steak and lobster places. 
I'm like, let's not give them a shout out because they don't sponsor us. What, the us. Vets Hall? No, yeah, no, it's, it's, no uh, it's in Roseville, though. It, but it's a place that is so good that Rockland. it's a steak steak and lobster. And they're having a steak and lobster night, aren't they? It's a special night. It's a special, you know, of course, of course, my, my suggestion that we just... Get him a hungry man dinner, you know, the Salisbury steak and stir them at. That was that's not bad. I, I like that too. That's I'll even buy you two. You know, two. I'll double up, but you right. get two dinners. <laughs> I saw the price. Hungry man. Cal, yeah. Cal, I saw the price for the dinner. I was Uh-oh. pretty happy. Really? Yeah, I was pretty happy. You think you're getting your money's worth? In oh, this I'm case? getting my money's worth on that. I'm gonna take a few things to go too. By the way, current score. In case you're wondering, Fred has nine points. Todd uh, has eleven, and uh, Denise. Only has six. So for this Ooh. first case or no case. Oh, I think you got me and, and Fred wrong. That's okay. We'll talk about it. Later. I'm Wait, seven. Hold, hold on. I'm in the lead. Yes. I yes. Qu- I quit. Yeah, now. you you are. In the I lead. quit now. I punt on first down. <laughs> With 50 points, we go to 50 points. Go ahead, Cal. Roll this? case Let's or no case. Now it's time to now. play. Here we go. Case or no case. Yay! All right, ladies and gentlemen. Corey Hoffner wanted to be an X-ray technician. He didn't go to school, but he hung out with his brother-in-law. X-ray technician Ed Peoples, and he learned the ropes from Ed. And he applied at the Crozer Keystone Health Center in Middletown, Delaware, stating on his resume that he had a certificate as an X-ray tech, and he applied at the right time. The previous X-ray tech had left town over working conditions, and he ran away with his assistant, so Corey got hired right away. And he knew his stuff. However, later, he realized the error of his ways and asked a friend of his in personnel... For a favor, he said, might I replace my resume that I offered before I was hired with a new one? You know, well, the one that tells the truth that doesn't mention that I, you know, doesn't mention a phonied up x-ray technician certificate. So his friend Dorothy and personnel said, sure, I'll help you. She grabbed his old one. She was going to replace it with the new one. And she saw the discrepancy right away and said, why, you don't even have a certificate. And he said, yes, but I got great reviews from all of my supervisors. I've never had any problem. And I've had my hourly training with my with my brother-in-law. And she said, you're fired. After telling the story to an administrator, they agreed. Corey sought legal counsel because he thought he had been wrongfully terminated. And so I ask you, ladies and gentlepersons, case or no case. And I think, I think I'd like to start with the person trailing in points, Ms. Dirks. What say you, case or no case? Excellent. <laughs> it allows others to bake their strategy off of you while giving you a chance to establish a clear lead. Uh, well, he doesn't have a basis for a lawsuit. So I don't know why he would sue. He lied. He committed fraud. Yeah, but he got wrongful term, he said. He said wrongful term. That's No, that's you it. for him to have that job, he has to have the certificate. Okay. So Mr. Penny, what's wait, 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 wait. Oh, I didn't oh, answer. I that. know, right? You oh, did. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> this, these, I'm, I'm waiting for the long, drawn out, and then she says, no case. But uh, I, I'm not going to do long and drawn out. I don't see it. I see a scenario, but no case. Okay. Thank you. Mr. Penny, dealers left. What say you? I, I was thinking of laying out a, an intelligent, thoughtful, thought-provoking legal analysis. But usually what I do is just look at Cal. Look at his face, because I'm looking through the glass. an honest face, apparently. Yeah, and then I see, I go by words that he said, and and using uh, certain names to see if they're corny enough names. Uh, I think this is all fake, but that just seems, I think I think it's not fake because it's just too bizarre. So I think you You nothing. want a coin to toss? I think nothing, right? That's a coin toss. But truly, wrongful termination, you've got to have cause. There's got to be a reason. I don't see any reason why he was terminated improperly other than he lied. Um, I don't know, Denise, whether or not you need a certificate to do his job. You Maybe you don't in that whatever state he's in. Delaware. Uh, Delaware. I, it might not need one. But I'm going to say I'm going to go opposite of Denise and try to beat her. I'm going to say it's a case. And he wins just because it's so off the wall. He wins. All right, Mr. Cunin, and your thought on this entire matter. Now, you've been, out, you've been placed in the unenviable position of playing strategy rather than your, your own uh, best instincts, right? Notice that he said, my thought, not thoughts, as if I'm incapable of, of having more than one at a time. I, I, it, I, meant, I meant nothing by it. Reminds you. me of the joke about why we know that the toothbrush was invented in my hometown, because if it had been invented anywhere else, they would have called it a teeth brush, not a toothbrush. But, um, so Hold I'm on. Gonna Do say, you have a drum roll for that? Yeah, well, that, that was just that a was bad so one, but uh, whatever. Right. So, okay, so here we go, here we go. I'd like to save those for good jokes. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, 
I'm going to say that this is a case, and I'm going to say – I hate to say this, but I'm going to agree with Fred. Oh. And I'm going to say that he wins for this reason. This it's, it, it doesn't make any sense to – Make a case or no case, it's a no-brainer. So there has to be something unique and strange about this one unless you're making it up. And I don't think that you are, so I'm going to say it's a case. And the reason why the guy wins is because the court probably says, look, even if you had a valid reason for terminating him, you still have to go through the progressive discipline process. It would be akin to saying, look, if the guy robbed the bank and criminal, you don't just get to throw him in jail. He's entitled to due process. And so the court's probably going to say that he's entitled to his progressive discipline hearings, whatever they were promised in the employee manual, and he didn't get it. And because of that, he wins. I don't think he wins a lot, but he technically prevails. Wow, that was a lot of blowhard stuff from two guys and a Denise who went straight for the throat. But uh, and, I, I, and Denise, your response was no case. No case. Okay. All right. Well, I, I have. To, I'm, we're going to do it right now because for those of you who say this was a case, may okay. I see your hands, please? Oh, Denise wins that. And for those of you who say Cal made the whole thing up, may I see your hands, please? Oh, yeah. Yeah, We needed Denise. We needed Denise. Well, at least Denise won before the break. We got 15 seconds and we're out. Hey, we'll be back and we'll talk about the Sandy Hook case in Remington. Don't worry. There's more Radio Law Talk coming right up. You stay right there. services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376, that's 800-918-1376. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy, some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS. And they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy. And I'm happy too. Thanks, Tax Doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. 
800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti consilius purpurium juris consult. That's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is general. The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. Life is full of bittersweet transitions. It's difficult to know how these changes will impact us over time. For some people, difficult transitions like retirement, divorce, or loss of a loved one can hit harder than expected and may contribute to feelings of hopelessness or even thoughts of suicide. The risk of suicide is even higher for men over 50 who served our country guys like me. That's why support from friends and family makes such a big difference. Every day, your actions could help save a life. Together, we got this. Learn how you can help save a life at VeteransCrisisLine.net. I like that show. This is Radio Law Talk. Well, I like the music, and uh, I think it's really important to talk about the elephant in the room that I discussed at the beginning of our show. I was a little self-conscious. The, the elephant in the room is very, very important. Of course, we we all know what it is. Well, well, oh, well, we do. We all know what, what's been going on. What's the most important thing in the country now? What's been going on? It's, it is. I'm telling you, I hate talking politics, but we have to talk about it. <sighs> the Steelers Browns fight. That's what it's all about. Oh, that was crazy. The Steelers yes. Browns fight. I think there's, and the reason we're talking about the Steelers and Browns fight is the following. Uh, this is official. Um, Mason uh, Rudolph, the, 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 the quarterback of the Steelers, has officially come out and said he is not going to press charges against Miles Garrett of the Cleveland Browns. He is not going to press well, charges. Well, that's because he kicked him in the you-know-where. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Let's talk about this because they're talking about, I see on Twitter and Instagram, everyone's saying, oh, he should be punished. Outside of football, he would have been punished. Wait a minute. Forget outside football. During outside of football, there's a thing called self-defense. Now, I know you're going to think I'm crazy by saying this, and we're staying politically <laughs> neutral because nobody really has any issues here. This is like little kids playing, and everyone's freaking out about it. Let me tell you exactly what happened. I watched it in detail, and I've, I've reversed things and looked at the film. This is what happened. Miles Garrett tackles him. And uh, the Steelers quarterback, and I don't care if you're from Pittsburgh or not, I'm going to say it like it is, in my opinion. He gets tackled. It's fourth down. The quarterback's mad. He's thrown interceptions the whole game. He's having a horrible game. And as he gets tackled, the quarterback starts ripping his helmet off. Miles Garrett trying to tear his head apart. And you look at it, it's like twisted his head. So what does Miles Garrett do? He rips his helmet off. And let me finish. And at the same time, the freaking quarterback's kicking him in the groin. And then to top it off, you've got a couple of big old monster stealers pulling Miles Garrett back, holding him back, and the quarterback runs after Miles Garrett. And then Miles Garrett does something that he shouldn't have done. I, I agree with that, and swings the helmet. Now, all I gotta tell you is one thing. I'm gonna go back to my history of Frederick William Penny back in the 70s 
when my brothers and I had a fight. Let me tell you what happened. <laughs> there was the one little brother, and there was the middle-sized brother, and there was the older brothers. And they were moving a cute little family that needed help moving. And the brothers start arguing. So what happened is the one brother held back the other brother from getting mad, and the other brother, as he was pushing him and holding him back, swung and sucker punched him and hit him in the face. This is the same thing. This is what was going to happen to Miles Garrett. He was going to get sucker punched. Now, those of you who disagree, and, and, and the re, why am I bringing this up? And this is radio law talk. We're bringing this up. They're talking about charging Miles Garrett with a crime. People are even saying, hey, he should, if this is outside of football, he would have been prosecuted. No, he wouldn't have because it would be self-defense, stand-your-ground laws. That's what I argue. Cal, you have a question. His right hand, the quarterback's right hand, was stuck up under the defensive lineman's face mask. He grabs the back and is jiggling the helmet to get his right hand out. That's mm. I, I, out. Oh, yeah. oh no! He was trying to rip his. Head. And he was also yeah. upset at butt. He'd right. already thrown the ball. The right. play was over from the quarterback's right. perspective. So Miles Garrett, the, the quarterback, comes in and lays him out. Right. And so of course he's frustrated. Right. I mean, it's it's football. Deal right. with it. But it's football. there is never any excuse ever on God's green earth for taking off your helmet and using it as a weapon. End of story. Okay, well, he took off his, the quarterback's helmet. No, it was the quarterback's helmet. And used the quarterback's helmet as a weapon. Okay, now That's I my ask point. you this, Cal. no excuse for I totally agree. Using I wouldn't, I'd like oh, to say yeah, something real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, O.J. Simpson put out there a play-by-play bowl and broke it down like frame by frame, mm-hmm. and it shows that the quarterback purposely kicked, kicked him, him uh, in yeah. the in Miles, whatever. Yeah, Miles Garrett. But Garrett. he yeah. just got run over by this big guy after he'd already no. thrown the ball. Okay. Yeah. No, so, so, no, 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 no. Well, let me finish. I'm, I had to. I had to finish. And then I'm Cal. This is what what's interesting. The quarterback has. Now, I'm not disagreeing that there should be some type of, you know, suspensions or whatever. I, I think it's extreme. It's way too extreme, Clearly NFL. Way, way over the top. Way over the top. Yeah. Forget yeah. that. Yeah. Give them a few games, NFL. You yes. went over the top. I but, agree. But the minute they're talking about prosecutions, that's when we start talking about. But, Cal, what should happen to the quarterback who kicked him in the groin, let me finish, and tried to rip his helmet off and then charged him while he's being held back? What should happen to the quarterback? Well, the quarterback's move was reactionary to having his helmet ripped off, but he nonetheless should be fined and be suspended a game or two. Miles Garrett should spend at least the rest of the year off, have a full psychological evaluation, and a drug screen. I disagree with that. I disagree. I think you're way off. I think you're way off. Not he, a little bit. He I, clearly I, overreacted. But so did so did the quarterback. They're poking no each other's different. eyes out. They're kicking. They're biting. They're doing all this stuff. You no, when he, when he hit him with the helmet in the head, the guy's head was knocked sideways. That's so dangerous. Exactly. I, I do think that was extreme. And pulling it off, too. Pulling the helmet off. He ripped it off his neck. Yeah. Well, what horrible. about the quarterback trying to rip? Only the difference is the quarterback didn't rip his off. He tried. So, again, while, while this debate was going on, I was looking at the video again. And, and Look at his right hand. A cu- yeah. couple, of, couple of things to point out. First, it was a, a chuck down play. What that is, where the quarterback can't find somebody out there to throw the ball to. So he just sort of threw it to his left to a receiver. And Miles Garrett was almost... The hands were on him, so the throw came as he was being tackled. Right. So yeah. from that perspective, I don't think Mason Rudolph can really have an axe to grind against Garrett for continuing with the play because Garrett's got his head down. He's trying to tackle him. He doesn't know that Rudolph has thrown the ball. He's trying to get the guy to the ground. This is a split second, too. And yet, under NFL rules, it's still a penalty. I don't know that it would be... Once the quarterback's out of the play... I don't, but but the thing is, is I, I don't know that it would have been a penalty necessarily for there. It might have been a penalty for the action that he used to try to get him to the ground, which is almost like a wrestling move. Right, right. If it had just been a hit and he fell down, I don't think that would have been that much of an issue. But while he's on the ground, Garrett does seem to kick up. And, and I think, I don't know that he was intentionally trying to hit him in the groin, but he was more like, just get off me. And that was the spot that he got to. Okay, so I, I agree there. He clearly he put his yeah. leg, and I watched, pushed right into his groin. But, but my, my point is this. If Miles Garrett's going to get the benefit of the right. doubt of not, being, of not being intentionally trying to tackle Mason Rudolph, 
after the chuck play, then Mason Rudolph should probably get the benefit of the doubt of not necessarily intending to hit him in the groin, just trying to push him off. Okay, where it really got bad was beyond that when he can, Garrett continued to pull the helmet off of him. I understand the self-defense thing. However, at that point, you could make the argument, if you're a prosecutor, that things had settled. I don't think Mason Rudolph was any more threatening to Garrett by the time they got up. His reaction was clearly retaliatory. He was trying to get past people that were in there trying to separate folks. Now, my point is this, though. You talk about criminal prosecutions as a result of things that happen on the playing field. Mm-hmm. That is, There's a history for that. It happens mostly in hockey. Yep. I don't know if you remember the name Todd Bertuzzi. He was a hockey player. He came up, hit some guy, cross-checked him in the back of the head. Um, this was back in 2004. It was Steve Moore was the one that was hit in the back of the head and... Uh, Bertuzzi was suspended by the league and later prosecuted for the assault that happened there. Um, let's see, in the let's see, Dino Sicarelli and Luke Richardson, they were also in hockey. They both had. We see this most of the time happening in hockey, where they lead to assault charges if it goes beyond what could reasonably expect it on the playing field. I agree that suspensions should be handed down. I think that Mason Rudolph should suffer a suspension as well because of what exactly. he did. At least but, a fine. At least a fine. But, no, he, but here, here's, what, here's what happens, and uh, tragically I see this happening a lot in criminal law. If somebody can clearly be put in the place of a victim or a sympathetic victim by virtue of one act and being hit in the head with a helmet clearly puts Mason Rudolph in the public eye in the place of being a sympathetic victim – all too often, they are willing to, folks are willing to overlook what they have may have done to provoke that act. And that it's always the focus on, well, who hit him? Miles Garrett hit Mason Rudolph, and people overlook that, and then there's a heavy suspension. Legally speaking, I've seen people be criminally prosecuted for things where the acts of the victim that precipitated it are completely ignored. It's ridiculous. But that happens. Well, I want to point out one final thing. Go look at the video closely. It could have, Mason Rudolph could have stopped this whole thing if after they pulled Miles Garrett away, they were holding him back, he walked away. No, he charged him. He did. He, he charged went after him. him. It's like you're coming after an alligator that's, you know, the alligator <laughs> bit me. I'm running right toward his Give me his, back his my jaws. helmet. Yeah, give me, no, it was bull. He was going after, okay, <laughs> does anybody know my, can you tell where I'm yeah, leading yeah. just a little bit? You know? it's, 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 very hard, it's very hard to get people to make, it's easy for us to say that here in the, in the booth. It's hard for people to actually do that when you're in the heat of it. That's exactly going. right. You're a few seconds, split seconds. Yeah. I say all just a short little few days suspension, move on. We're going to talk about Sandy Hook and uh, Remington. We're going to get to it. We'll be right back. Lots of good stuff coming up right here on Radio Law Talk, where you listen on the radio or on our website, radiolawtalk.com. Just keep listening. We'll be back. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. 
This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Eva Marie smoked 12,000 packs of cigarettes over 15 years. She quit, and now there's a new lung cancer screening that could save her life. You stopped smoking, now start screening. No matter how much you smoked, early detection could save you. Talk to your doctor or learn more at savedbythescan.org. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list but things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. This is Radio Law Talk. I wish you would have been here during the uh, break. Uh, watch us live. Uh, let's see. We're on, uh, Melanie, we're on Facebook Radio Law Talk Live. You can watch us live. But uh, we were talking about this. Incident. I, you know what? We've got lots to talk about today. But I, we just can't get over this Browns-Steelers thing and what is going on. And the reason is because they're talking about hey, let's bring some charges, like some people are, against Miles Garrett. I, I'm, I'm going to defend Miles well, Garrett. Well, the only thing I'll long. say is it, Mason Rudolph right now is in the magnanimous role. Is that, well, he's not going to prosecute or press charges. And anybody who looks at the – who takes a cursory glance at the video thinks, you know what? What a, what a good guy letting bygones be bygones. He's just letting everything go. And, and good for him. It wouldn't be good for the league. You know, he's going to let Mason or Miles Garrett just go off – no, Mason Rudolph didn't file charges and didn't press charges because if they had, Mason Rudolph was the one that would be looking at a lot of stuff, too, as far as the instigator. When you look at it, as he's going to the ground on what at that point looked like a legal play, he's trying to pull the defensive player's helmet off. And, and he kicks so, him in the groin. And he kicks him in the groin. So, I, you know, I you don't know, know how. It's a tough game, it but is. you right. still cannot take off your helmet and use it as a weapon. I agree. I don't care. I, but, I, I, yeah, I agree but it's mutual you. combat. Is I, kind no, of I what, understand, but what, I'm just saying when that's the point. Cal's that's arguing. the point where it went over the top. Everything else was great. I played football for a few years. I get it. I've been bitten a few times. I've bit a few times. I get yeah. it. But there's a point when you say there's something you're just don't do okay and Cal, that was it. and I and I disagree a hundred percent with you because of the following reason you are okay, allowing Mason to act the way he did Mm-mm. and instigate it and I think he should get the same exact suspension as Miles Garrett exact same if, suspension if whatever if, Miles Garrett gets. if Miles Garrett had never pulled had, had if Miles Garrett had just dropped Rudolph's helmet and never used it as a weapon and allowed the two Steelers players to push him back 
and and you have Mason Rudolph trying to get to him, but he doesn't get to him, and, and the whole incident stops there. The discussion we're having right now is the length of suspension for Mason Rudolph because of what the video shows, and you weren't in here when we were watching it, the video yeah, shows it, a clear kick to the groin to push Miles Garrett back after the play is over and after Garrett had gotten off of right. Mason Rudolph. And I'm sure there was a lot of this going oh, on. Oh, yeah. A lot of chip, oh, yeah. chip and chip Oh, yeah. Doggone you, fella. Got Knock you it again, off. you jerk. Yeah. Yeah, you right, right, you right. fetcher. It's you a tough silly game. guy. It is not a game for the faint of heart. That's right. Oh, flip. Oh, doggone it. Get off me, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you, you meanie. <laughs> meanie bikini. <laughs> I'd be saying, I'm claustrophobic. <laughs> Get <laughs> off me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, the reason we're bringing that up is not, I think that's I think that's interesting. We had to talk about it. So what has happened, we've talked about before. Remington, there is a law called Protection of Lawful Commerce in Arms Act. This was yes. enacted during Bush's time 2005. Period. And tell us about that that act. I'm just going to read to you the the title of the act. It's pretty self-explanatory. It says, an act to prohibit civil liability actions from being brought or continued against manufacturers, distributors, dealers, or importers of firearms or injunctive relief resulting from the misuse of their products. So you can't sue a gun manufacturer because of how somebody used a product. And in the Sandy Hook case, Remington was sued not necessarily because of how the product was misused, but because of how Remington marketed the product. And the act says nothing about manufacturers avoiding liability for their marketing campaigns it's a loophole. of those products. Loophole they found. Yes. But so that's why nobody sues Apple or iPhone over texting deaths. I mean, like you can't, this law says you can't. Somebody misuses their product. Oh well. Well, again, right. again well, this, this, is this law is firearms. specific to firearms. But, it, oh, oh, it's yeah, only it's, go, okay. It's only to firearms. And it was really laid out. The, the purpose yeah. of it is to protect lawsuits of firearm companies, and that's the whole issue here: is the fact that the judge, the Supreme Court, allowed this to go forward. On the technicality of this is about issues of marketing and marketing it to the young males, um, and that's the argument, which is really, I'm not even going to call an exception, but it's not discussed really in the law, and therefore it lays out as an exception. But the issue here and the problem here that the Remington and others are saying, okay, let's assume it goes to trial and and, and Remington wins, okay? But it's still going to open the doors for massive amounts of lawsuits to gun manufacturers after this. That's the that's the whole purpose of the PLCA uh, Act. Uh, and, and, and and the point is, this act was designed to help protect people's um, Second Amendment rights to bear arms. Yes. And in order to bear arms, they have to be manufactured, they have to be available, they have to be sold, they have to be imported, whatever. Yeah. And and it's designed to protect those people who are uh, providing the weapons. Sure. And, and the same um, argument. Hey, it's not the gun that killed the person, it was the person wielding the gun that does yeah, the killing. Yeah, it's misuse of it. Exactly. The product was misused. Let's not forget the other side. There's, it was a tragic event. Children were killed. This is tragic. But the question is, does the school get sued? Sandy Hook? Does this, sure, why wouldn't, wasn't why wouldn't a, they wasn't get sued? Wasn't school, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, school? Yeah, the school? Was the school district because they did not provide proper security? Security. So is it the school's fault now? I, I'm just going down the slippery slope of the argument of the gun manufacturer. I don't hey. think that there's any way that school could have thought that that could happen. This is one of the first times in our nation's history that this happened right. for such a small grade school. But isn't you know? there precedent for allowing an unsafe condition to exist or something like that? I mean, knowingly allowing an unsafe condition, doesn't it give you liability somehow? There, there may be. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, Nowadays, I do. you have to have security right. at the schools. And because of this case, I think that it does give reasonable notice to schools that they have to have security. There was a shooting in Northern California a year ago, a year ago, a Rancho Tehama, a little small community, five people lost their lives. That little tiny school now has a security officer every hour that they're in session. Right. I I remember this Sandy Hook. I cried. I mean, I couldn't stop. I cried. I cried. I cried. Well, you know, (sighs) it's tragedy. 
Here's the thing about liability for the school. You take what happened in Florida. I forget the name, but it happened last year. Okay, they did have a school resource officer there. He didn't do anything, but yeah. but they had. You're talking about the Marjorie Stoneman. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. They had Marjorie somebody Stoneman, there. Yeah. It, it didn't do anything. We have, we have. I think we're going to cover another case today where the argument is that the security measures that whatever festival took place wasn't enough. Gilroy. Gilroy Garlic Festival. They tried to have security measures, but it wasn't enough. And the fact of the matter is, look, I don't know that you could design any security measure that would prevent somebody from going into a public place and at a bare minimum being able to take one, at least one life. Okay, and and sometimes we look at this and say, well, if it's only one life, it's okay. If it's several lives, no, it's a tragedy if it's only one life. Okay, and if you can't prevent that completely, then I don't know how you could hold a school liable for anything when the best security measures in the world still are most likely going to give up one if somebody's really determined to take a life. There are bad people who there choose are. to do bad things any way they can. That's, exactly. That's just the world. So here's the issue. So we had, we had a school shooting this week. You we guys did. know that we in did. L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in that, they had a security, and it still didn't. And it, it happened. Everything happened there, and all these people were injured, and two people were killed. In less than 16, 16 minutes. Seconds, yeah. Oh, seconds. 16 seconds. Boom, boom, just boom, boom, boom. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Whoa, you know, so, crazy so, is a good word for it. That's so, a perfect word. Yeah. So yeah. we look at this, getting back to Sandy Hook, getting, getting back to this case, though. Yeah, the, Supre- the, the Supreme Court said, no, Sandy Hook can, or, or Remington can be sued, be, essentially because the plain language of the act, we can't read stuff in there that's not there. The plain language of the act provides protection against the misuse of somebody by your weapon, but it doesn't provide protection for you if you're out there Marketing it. Marketing it to a certain demographic, and they can prove or they can they should be able to try to make the argument that your advertising was reckless or but negligent. Then, but then is that foreseeable? The, the argument, it's not over, ladies and gentlemen, the jury. doesn't mean that, uh, I say the jury, doesn't mean the jury's not going to find Remington not guilty or not liable. So this is just allowing it to go forward where normally under the the act it would have been kicked out yes the big issue here that the manufacturers are worried about now the lawsuits are going to come rolling in and it's going to put them out of business just fighting the lawsuits that's the issue that they're worried about so we're going to come back after the break uh, oh we don't have a break it's at the end of the hour we had so much fun hour one we're going to talk about uh comfort horse and we're going to talk about the comfort chickens <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back. More Radio Law Talk coming up. Don't go away. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. (laughs) 